I mean, I like big butts. Oh, I cannot lie. I mean, you other you other brothers can't deny that the, wow. when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Yeah, I'm just saying. Just saying. Are you done now? I'm never done. No, we know that. Wow. Okay. Wow. Anyway, let's get this going. The sticky spot. In a world where things get moist. The sticky spot. Ooh. Ooh. Splat. Splat. What's up? All the splats. All, all the splats. Welcome to the sticky spot. This is your thing, Josh. Why don't you introduce it? Introduce what? I don't know. You gotta stop this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on the sticky spot. You, you are, are on the sticky spot. This is your idea. No, now you don't want to take idea. ownership. I don't. I don't take ownership of anything. I'm just along for the ride. You're the boss. Wow. Your idea, you man. You, you don't have the privilege of firing me if I have to actually take ownership of anything. Un fucking believable. So, so then lose, you do just show up. Do you want to lose your firing privileges? No. Okay, then. Welcome to the So start it up. This <laughs> is Josh's idea. Huzzah! But I'm the one introducing it, because if not, I lose my abilities to fire him. If you notice, we have an intruder today. <laughs> By the name of Indiana Ghost. Hey, Ghosty, a.k.a. Thousandth Ghost. Hey, you guys, how you both doing? Good, 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 Ready, good, good. <clears throat> I'd be better if I didn't have him as my co-host. Well, you know. You would be. <laughs> I don't deny it. Well, we are here to... Great talk. job with that intro, by the way. What do you mean? Could you, you do awesome. better? I, I, I could not. That's why I commend you. God. I thought you were joking. I thought you were being Continue. Sarcastic. Anyway, we're here on today's edition of The Sticky Spot to talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <clears throat> Boo. I mean, what? Yeah. This will Yay. not be spoiler free. <clears throat> so if you haven't seen it yet, tough. <laughs> <laughs> tough titty. And I have a feeling that everyone that planned on seeing this movie has already seen it. Unfortunately, we're going to get a huge drop off, probably. We've all seen it, right? Ghosty didn't just want to come here to chill, right? You actually saw I've it. I've seen it twice already. Oh, you've seen it oh, twice? Wow. Yeah. Wow, you wow. were dedicated. And survived. Okay, well, That's amazing. Since, okay. you, uh, since you saw it twice, what are your initial thoughts on this movie? Um, I really liked it. I thought it was a pretty decent send-off. Um, I stayed until the last second of the credits both times just because I felt it, you know, it might be the last time I ever hear the indie march in a theater. Um, I thought the cast did a relatively great job. Um, I know a lot of people don't like um, uh, Phoebe, but I think she was there because Harrison's 80 and he can't run around and jump and do everything that he used to. Um, I thought the opening was great um even the the deep fakey ai harrison looked really good there's only a couple spots where he, he makes quick movements that the computer yeah. can't keep up with mm -hmm. that you could see a little bit of 
Oh, that's his stunt dude. Um, but I thought yeah, all I that was really well done. Yeah, I thought that. I kind of felt the same way. In fact, I was telling Josh that I felt like there were actually times where it almost didn't look like his voice was syncing up with the deep fake. And I don't know if it was again, like you said, just a matter of like the, it couldn't couldn't catch up with him. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. Yes. What did you think? <laughs> were, did, were you asleep? Did you? Um, no, I. I did actually. I stayed awake through the entire movie, which that is saying a lot because I cannot say that for the last like six movies I watched. Um, yeah, I am. I am. Um, I no, was first I thing in the morning, so I wouldn't. So I wouldn't miss my nap. There well, you go. See, that's how you do it. I mean, yeah. Um, no, I uh, went to see a 7 p.m. IMAX show. I, I did it right. You know, good sound, big picture, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I initially coming, initially coming out of the movie, I did like it. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the more I like certain parts of it. And there's certain parts that I really, really, really don't like. Um, and and I hate that about it because I wanted it to be more of a proper send off. And I felt like we kind of already got that with crystal skull and I don't really understand why they felt the need to do this, but it was still, uh, I don't know. Like I said, there were moments, there were moments that really captured me and really felt like indie. I did enjoy the opening, but I felt like all of the action sequences were so long that it really made the film feel very sluggish um i do feel also that the overall movie itself you can tell that it was sort of pieced together from several different um versions of itself and and um it's hard to tell really what's what um i i do like the more serious side of the story i do like that they took their time with the story it's not the length of the movie that i have a problem with it's just the pacing of it um it it, it feels uneven um the the parts that are supposed to be exciting felt sluggish to me and then the parts that <clears throat> i wanted to to kind of dwell in a little bit longer and marinate um they kind of breeze through um and uh and ultimately i just really even though i didn't have beef so much with the character um that uh phoebe waller bridge was playing i did not like what i felt they were doing with the character because even though it was far less abrupt as what they did with luke in the last jedi i do feel like this movie very much kind of tore indy down and and made him i mean and i i understand that he's he's old and he's sort of having to accept that he's not the man that he used to be but he just he's so defeated that she spends the entire movie rescuing him from everything and and making you know one-upping him and you know even having better snarky comments than him and uh and pulling fast ones on him in ways that no other character could have done before with indiana jones and i just feel like is he really that dull like is is the knife's edge that worn that that he he can't follow through with this that he can't really still be the hero of the story and and then in the end she literally punches his lights out and it, and it's just like 
wow, like there's just nothing left of this man. So I don't know. There were some touching moments. Um, the stuff about his son and, and the, the very end scene. You touched yourself. Wow. Yes, they were moments of, of touching, yes. Um, and the end scene with Karen Allen was was really well done, I thought. But I thought that it was well done because of the actors in it. They made right. those moments good, not so much that the moments themselves were that well written. Um, so anyway, that's that. <laughs> now I'll breathe <laughs> and we'll continue. <clears throat> You're a ball of joy. I am. <laughs> Always. Well, I mean, I'm kind of, I don't know. I So I wasn't sure how I felt about it while I was watching it. Then I let it marinate for a little bit. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. And now I'm just kind of like, I don't know. This movie's forgettable for me. It just it, it is. And and as much as I hate Temple of Doom, there's still a rewatchability factor there. And for me, that's that's always gonna be the deciding factor. And I just don't know if I see myself rewatching this one. And I know a lot of people hate Kingdom of Crystal Skull, but I've been able to rewatch that one at least twice within the last year. I can tell you right now, I don't see myself doing that with this one. Um, I think for 80 years old. Harrison Ford did a good job. I don't obviously I don't know how many of the stunts he actually did. I mean, he did a couple cuz didn't they have to pause production cuz he injured himself for this movie? Oh uh, yeah, they had to so, shut production down for 6 weeks cuz he hurt his shoulder. Crashing another plane? Just... <laughs> what? No. <laughs> what? He was actually practicing a fight with Mad Metal Metals and and Somehow I... through his shoulder, just tore a muscle in there. That's because he's eighty. Exactly. No offense. He... No offense, but I don't. This movie, just in my opinion, just should not have happened. Honestly, and there well, was an article that I had, had read in a way. Uh, back guess... in '79, when I... they made the original deal with Paramount, Spielberg mm -hmm. and him told Paramount that they would produce five movies. Oh yeah, you're right. The yeah. first three were guaranteed, and then there was like a plus two added right, on the right. end. So I don't know if it was contractually obligated to make this. Well, it it, I didn't see Paramount anywhere on the, but... the, the production. Credit. Well, it's because Paramount now only gets an associate producer credit <laughs> because of how things <laughs> went with Disney. Hmm. So while they do do some distributing overseas <laughs> in the you US, did say do -do. that's why their logo was second. <laughs> You have the Disney logo, the Paramount logo, and then the Lucasfilm logo. But <laughs> I think they children. had to kind of, you know, make this. Plus, I kind of knew what movie I was walking into because of the director. Yeah. Um, you know, he made Copland and Walk the Line and Logan. You know, if you've seen Logan, you kind oh, yeah. of knew how he was going to. But see, I, I felt like we didn't get all of that, though. Like, I, I felt like it was going to be a much more serious film than it really was. I actually thought the movie was kind of boring at certain parts. I mean, honestly, I while a lot of people are saying they like the beginning, that's actually the part that dragged out for me the most. I thought that scene went on far too long, especially with the train sequence and... Let's be honest here. I mean, my first initial thought when Moss Mickelson got thrown off the train was that dude should be dead the way he or the way he got hit. Yeah, he should be dead. That's the only thing all three of us came out of the theater and said, "How has he not got a messed up head?" Or yeah, 
something. Why does he not look like Doctor Loveless or something? Wow, yeah, he was barely he like a very faint scar, and that was yeah. It. It's like yeah. what? The, how did that happen? Because he got yeah. tagged good. Well, I yeah, like you know the, uh, in that whole sequence. One of the things, one of the early drafts of this was, of course, Indiana Jones and the Spear of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Which is about the okay. the spear that pierced Christ's Christ, side yeah. at the crucifixion, right, right, right. And I like that they threw that in as an extra MacGuffin, that that was what he was actually searching for in the first place, and Correct, didn't even know about right. this other stuff. Right, right. Which because that was what I mean, that I... was the story back in two thousand eight. That was what George was working on initially. And in this story, I think that, that probably so would have played better for audiences, honestly. Because it seems so like the, the the films that are thematically based on Judeo-Christian theology are the, are the ones, ones that, seem that to do better. are the most well-received. Yeah, I mean... In today's age, I don't know if it would have been. Honestly, you would have had to admit the existence of Christ, and then he would have had to, you mean... You we already had to was... for Holy Grail, so well, yeah, that's yeah. already done. But not as you would have to explain what the Spear of Destiny is, and most people outside of Catholicism don't really know what that is. Don't know who the you know who the the Roman warrior was who who stabbed him and took it and how it went through it all have, the faces. They could have easily done a yeah, little I mean, all they explanation have to do is like what they, they did said. in Raiders it's when he's talking about the, the you know the spear uh-huh. bra and you know all of that. They they could have done that. And my other thing is once again, I don't, I don't. If okay, let's say they were contractually obligated to do five films. Once again, I just don't know why they waited until Harrison Ford was 80 to do it this way. You know, he would have come back for it, obviously, because he did it even now in his old age. So, you know, he loves this character. He loves Indiana Jones. I think if they would have gotten the ball rolling a little faster out after Crystal Skull, this probably would have been a little bit better. I'm not trying to sound ageist or anything like that. Again, I think Harrison oh, Ford no, did fine for being 80 years old. I, mean, I would be so lucky to move around like this, that. At, at went into production in 2014. Uh, with a final fit to finish script and stuff. And then they started scouting locations. And then Harrison did have another accident. There you go. And that pushed it off a year. And then they started filming. And then, of course, they had to stop for almost a year because of COVID. And then they had to stop for another six weeks. And then it got pushed back and back. This movie was supposed to be out in 2020. Gosh. And it's gotten pushed back for till now. Um, one last push that it didn't need. It could have, I think this could have come out last Christmas and it would have done really, really well. Oh no. Um, but I, I don't know. I, it's, 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 it's the, my third favorite film. It's replaced Temple of Doom. Well, I, yeah, I'm not a Temple of Doom fan and I'll say I did like it better than Temple of Doom, but I don't know if I can say I liked it better than Crystal Skull. I, I think um, the one wasted bit was Antonio Banderas. I said yeah. the same thing. I forgot that he was in it. And then I realized, well, wait, yeah, he is in the movie poster. And when he finally showed up and then the way that they literally took him out, I yeah. was like, did you did you even need him for I mean, this? I, I, I mean, still pre-ordered somebody like of his caliber. Yeah. yeah, but someone of his caliber, like, that makes me feel like maybe... If there's a future movie, he'd pop up again. But no, you, well, you killed be, him right off. Like he'll, they'll, he'll like be he was appear a big draw. in the ancillary stuff in the comic, in yeah. the books that are coming out. His character will show up, and he'll be on there. But like you said, why cast him? 
It could have been it that literally could have gone to absolutely anybody. It did anybody. not need to go. Yeah. You know. I, I did not in, I don't know. That kind of took me out of it. They, they like, cast oh, it because I turned it down. I turned it well, down. Yeah. Yeah, well. So I still think they should have somehow missed worked opportunity. Tom, Tom Selleck in second, to this second one. Choice. That would have been cool, actually, just because, you know, he was it's just an old throwback the, line. Yeah. Should have been Tom Selleck, George Lucas, and Steven Spielberg sitting in a in a cafe like out in New York or something waiting for the parade to start. Yeah. And only certain cool. people know who that they are in the picture. You know, because yeah. George would have to wear flannel. It's the 60s. <laughs> that, that's his signature. Flannel? Yeah. That's his thing. So. <laughs> so true. And I will say, I agree with Josh. While I do see it was, it definitely wasn't as much in your face as I thought thought it was going to be with phoebe waller bridge i did think that they were gonna go more more like heavy on like het feminist with the character but i thought she was actually just fine now i'm also a big fleabag fan which is where i know her from i don't know mm -hmm. if a lot of people have actually seen you know the show but i thought she you don't was... think it's very popular in the states i don't know why because i thought it was very, very funny I, mean, I, I don't have any problem with her. I thought I don't have any problems. I thought her her performance was fine. Um, I had no issue with her as an actress playing the part. I just me neither. I, I felt like it was it was very subtle the way that they were doing it, but they were definitely using her character to, you know, in essence replace Indy. And from what I've heard, at one point she was supposed to completely replace him um and with some time travel stuff and it was going to be kind of a she was always indiana jones sort of thing which is oh. wild to me yeah no. um there but, are uh, as far as i know there are 11 different versions of the script yeah that's my god so when you said that it was kind it of shows. mashed together it it probably it was yeah yeah I, mean, I know that one point there was old harrison and young harrison were supposed to fight together like he's supposed to go back to the train and yeah. meet himself on the train and save his younger self. Um, and that was like in the third draft or something like that. But you see, I think, I, you know, the, 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 that could be kind of cool. And that's where I kind of thought it was going to go. So when they went back in time and obviously fucked it up and didn't go back to the time period that they were supposed to, while I had no problem with where they ended up because that was still kind of cool to see that would have been the better story and that's where i actually thought it was going to go i thought we were going to end up on and, the train and that's again. what the director said he said he was completely using that as a, as a red herring that everybody mm. thinks you're going to go back and like maybe he kills hitler or something right um but he's like nope that's not we weren't ever doing that and it was it's one of those things where you know when this was originally spear of destiny and then they mm -hmm. changed it to um the fountain of youth storyline mm. and originally i think that's why they brought antonio Benditas on because there was actually a bigger part in that version of a script that had a conquistador type person who he was supposed to be playing who was searching who had found the fountain but had lost it somehow and he's trying to find it again before his time runs out i'm mm. really sick and tired of hearing of what it what's was supposed to be what it could have been and this is what it was actually supposed to be because every time i hear it 
I think now that was the better story. Why did they better. go Why? Yeah. that way? Like what you just described right now to me was a lot better than what I, I saw. Much more intriguing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And listen, I didn't have a problem, but again, this is something that, you know, Josh and I have been talking about a lot recently is with the multiverse in Marvel and the time travel stuff in the flash movie even with the dc stuff now this involved time travel i am just so sick of the time travel trope that that's my problem it's becoming so overplayed that was and, and if it was supposed to be a study on you know this aging character and what he's going through in his later years mm -hmm. um you know, having the fountain of youth be what he's searching for. That would mean would, much more sense. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you would think that he, it would be much more of a driver for him to try but to. In the script that. we got, that's not the indie we have. The indie we have is tired. He's, like he says, he's had most of the but bones. That would be something to spark that, that fire back in him, you know, the chance. Yeah, and which he has in the end again. of the movie. But at the moment, he doesn't. But his wife left him. His son is dead. Um, you know, he still has Sala, but you know, how often do they talk or whatever? And he's stuck in a, a job he doesn't like that he's being possibly forcibly retired out of. His students don't respect him because they're not even paying attention to his class at oh, all. They're dumb fucks. They're dumb. Yeah, and they're dumb fucks. And yeah. you know, he's got this wayward goddaughter he's not seen in 12 years or more who idol uh, clearly idolizes indy has basically built yeah. her life around the image of indiana jones and the director said he definitely wanted to for phoebe to be kind of what you would have thought marion would have been like in her prime if she had went on the adventures right. with right. indy See, and that's more of what I was thinking they should have done is is maybe, I mean, but yeah, I don't feel I, I that way. I feel like she's using him so I, much. I I understand wanting to get Shia out of it because of just his shenanigans or whatever. So yeah, there right. there are plenty of ways they could have written Mutt out without killing him, and it could have been all about Indy wanting to find the fountain of youth in order to regain youth, not only for himself, but for Marion as well, so that the two of them can have the opportunity to have that life together in their youth that they were denied by, you know, begrudging one another for one reason or another. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, like, I could see that being a driving force and it could incorporate the idea of Marion being young again and, and being that adventurous self that she once was. Um, I mean, we don't need to have, a, I, I don't understand why they felt such a need to focus on these new characters when it's supposed to be a send off for the old, uh, right. and it's and the that, same right, issue right. that they did with, that I had with what they did with star Wars. Like why even incorporate the old characters if you're not going to do them justice and make the story about them, it's supposed to be their goodbye, not the hello to these new people. They're not going to make more movies, not with her character. So, I mean, they, they honestly did kind of, in my opinion, give them a little bit of the Luke Skywalker treatment. Because I knew that the moment, I knew the moment that she punched him out to bring him back on the plane to get him back to his time period. Already, I already knew like, oh, this is going to be the moment that everyone says, well, here she is, you know, coming to rescue Indy. Because, and in my personal opinion, I just don't feel like that is something that Indiana Jones would do, regardless of what his situation is at home. He knows 
the awful effects it would have if he would have stayed in that time period with Archimedes. And for well, like someone, Archimedes said, he was all he was supposed to be there. He I, was always supposed to meet Archimedes. That he, moment, yeah, yeah but moment, he wasn't supposed but not to stay. stay there and live yeah. out the rest of his and, life. And Indy, there. it was very out of character for Indy and to I not don't, yeah, like I, I remember that. feeling very strangely about that, and I'm like, why is he staying? I was like, this doesn't feel right someone that's all about preserving history wouldn't want to do something that want to tamper so with history exactly yeah. exactly well, it depends he he could have become I mean, how many oracle and he could have just you know observed and no. not you know, interfered you know that's not going to happen you know it wouldn't you know have. how, how many times happen. did he say during this movie again uh, you know a little Easter egg callback or whatever. How many times did he say, you know, this belongs in a museum? You know, so I mean, I, he was but all about preserving being, history. Raiders of the Lost Ark is what got me into history. Right. It was for the longest time I actually wanted to be an archaeologist, and then I decided I wanted to be a history teacher. Mm -hmm. But to have the opportunity to be at one of those historical events. I, I don't know. The, the movie hit differently for me as an older guy who doesn't really have anything clinging me to this world as it is. Right. Uh, being given that opportunity to go watch the Battle of Syracuse and to know that, you know, you could, you know, converse with Archimedes and, you know, you wouldn't tell him anything. But because you can't at that time period, you can't change much. Unless you were going to, like, now we have to deal with where's the wreckage of that plane. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, know, I mean, and, and honestly, they've already kind of messed with time just by Yeah, time there. is already screwed up because that plane is there. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, and yes, they were calling it dragons, but now you've now you've left it there. Mm -hmm. Like, who's going to clean up, you know, the wreckage and stuff like that? And, and these people are going to be It would have been interesting to have had, like, an there were no end credit scenes, of course. No, you're right, right. But it would have been interesting to have an end credit scene of like an archaeological dig happening at Syracuse, and then and finding the, the sand and the Iron Cross from the plane is there. Yeah, and I mean, I would have been okay with that. And that would have because they have no interest in doing. I mean, the young, the the television series they were doing didn't even have Indiana Jones in it because it was about yeah. Ravenwood. It was it was about Marion's dad, and if mm -hmm. if Indy would have been in it, he would have probably been in a second or third season as a student. Yeah, because it uh, too much of that would have overlapped with the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah, because we know what Indy was doing up until about four years before Raiders of the Lost Ark. So you can't overlap anything that's already. I mean, you can't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. just Maybe I'm just when it comes to Indiana Jones, because it is based on, you know, these old serials and stuff like that. And it reminds me so much of old Hollywood. And when I think of old mm -hmm. Hollywood, I just do think of happy endings. And I feel like Kingdom of Crystal Skull just gave us a better a better ending for Indy. I would have been perfectly fine with that movie ending with him getting married with Marion knowing that okay now he's found that he has this son and it's not too late to shape him and mold him and that he just continued out you know the rest of his life teaching shaping his son 
Maybe he did an adventure here and there. Like, I guess I just didn't need to see an 80-year-old Indiana Jones running around. Yeah, there was well, definitely I, more of a sense of closure. I, I was happy because I've seen a 91-year-old Indiana Jones running around. So, <laughs> because that's how old he is in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Yeah. And he begins every episode by telling a story to somebody. And I just... In my mind, Indy is always that age. That's right, when Indy right. passes away in 99. Mm -hmm. I think he's 100 because he was born in 1899. Okay. And I believe he lives to be almost exactly 100 before he passes away. Wow. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I don't like the way they did Mutt. I don't mind that he joined the military. I don't mind that he died. Mm -hmm. I do mind that even after Crystal Skull, they still didn't seem to have any kind of real relationship and that Mutt was still going out of his way to be a yeah. jerk. Yeah. And that just seemed to put a bigger and bigger strain on, on his and Marion's relationship. Which I, I didn't like. I didn't like any of that. And I get it. They needed something to drive the plot forward. I just, I, I don't feel like they needed to tear Marion and Indy apart, even if it was only for a brief time. And I get it. They weren't like actually, you know, divorced in the movie. They were only separated. So you kind of saw it coming. The chances are they were going to reconcile in the very end. Like I wasn't that yeah. surprised to see her. I guess I just, the last movie ended so happily. I didn't see the need to kind of destroy that relationship, a relationship that I've been wanting to see happen since you saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. I always wanted them to be together. I have said many times that they have better chemistry, honestly, than, than Han and Leia. So, mm -hmm. you know, when mm -hmm. I was actually really shocked when I heard that they were separated in the movie, I was like, what? I was like, she's petitioning for divorce. <laughs> What the fuck happened? Well, and I'd like to know what about she Mutt, was doing. Which I understood, but... What was she doing with her life at that time when Mutt yeah. died? Was yeah. she part of the... I would assume she would have been part of the women's lib movement. Possibly, exactly. really, Mutt's death pushed her into the anti-war movement. Yeah. I can um, see that. And sure. that's, that's the other part of, of Phoebe's performances is she's clearly, you know, in a good example of the women's lib uh, mm -hmm. Same with, I don't know her character's name because I didn't catch it quick enough. Um, the black uh, CIA slash FBI. Oh, I loved her. Yeah, I she was really great. Liked her yeah. really she was great. Her I did like her I really too, liked yeah. her. I would have liked her to stick around just a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I really connected yeah. to that character. I was actually um, deeply upset. When they and you know, all the side characters just kind of go away. Yeah. You know, and that's mainly One by thing. one, they just disappear. Okay, I love Moss Mickelson. I really, really, really do. I think he's a fine actor, and he's has a very imposing look to him and this and that, but he fell flat for me in this he, movie, for me, honestly. I, every time I saw him in his suit wandering around doing anything, especially when they were Sicily or Vanilla, whatever, I thought he was Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. But that's what totally. I can see him from is that TV no, series. He's very Hannibal in this, yeah. And it yeah. was like, he's going to eat that kid. Yeah, you know, he's just like walking around like that's. I feel he's, like that's all he's doing. He's yeah. great, but he's a little one note. Yeah, he's not nearly as menacing yeah. as Tote. He's not, you know, Belloc was a lot more menacing. I think that oh, I loved Belloc. I, I have this problem with a lot of movies. It's the grain of Hollywood, and not just mm -hmm. age. I mean, it's if you think of Raiders and and Temple and Last Crusade. There are good guys and bad guys. They're black and white. Right. Yeah. And now well in, the, in this movie, especially, lives in a very gray world. 
You know, you had yeah. Mad Mickelson's character, who's obviously part of Operation Paperclip, that brought the Nazis mm -hmm. into NASA to do our space program for us. Mm -hmm. um, personally, I've always I used to work in a building that had a a little statue of of Vernon von Braun. I mm -hmm. really didn't like that, but you know, we had our good Nazis. Yeah, I think that's a problem. Is there's no good or evil. And everybody tries to play this middle of the road and the heroes aren't good and the There's, villains aren't super bad unless they're over the top bad. They're right. not well right. defined at all like they used yeah, to be. Yeah, they're not defined. They're just all great. Right. Like over your your shoulder there, Josh, is the Nazi commander from the beginning of the movie that's barely in the flick. Yes. Yeah. But he was a good throwaway red herring for the poster. Right, right, but, right, right. You know, and he was he was a bad guy but yeah. all the nazis around him weren't i was really amazed they actually used the swastika i know it's i i would have thought that, that would have been something where they would have just taken off the uniforms and stuff but i'm glad they didn't no um, yeah it should be period accurate it should be period accurate and i just think that you, this movie doesn't really have well mads is a bad guy mm -hmm. he's not really horrible sure he kills antonio mendetas but you know really everybody else just kind of happens around them yeah um even that the, the guy i really wanted the the thing i i wanted and nobody else does is i wanted phoebe's like fiance to come back at some point that guy was crazy that guy was hilarious and he was clearly nuts. they had something going oh yeah that was and actually wanted... kind of a fun scene for me yeah that whole it was a little and long and it but... went a little long because it got a little ridiculous because of what well, they were driving but it was, of it was the, like josh said each of the stunt pieces mm -hmm. went on too long Very. um i know that in one version of the script that de-aging train bit was only 10 minutes long in the movie, it's twenty five. Yeah, it's it a good feels half it. Hour, yeah. So, and yeah. it goes on way too long. I think. Although I do, I do love Toby. He's great in everything he does. Oh yeah, yeah. Toby oh, Jones. Yeah. Is so great. I love watching him. Yeah. Especially, have you ever seen the Detectorists? No. God, it's an incredible series. Uh, they're these two dudes. They're best friends, and they're metal detectorists in England. Mm -hmm. You would think this is the most boring show. It's three seasons, and they're it's hilarious. And they do. It's it's really a good show. Give it a, give it out. at least an episode. But yeah. I just I really enjoyed the cast. Even the kid. Uh, I don't remember the actor's name. It's uh, a character is Toby. He was a he was in his own little MacGuffin because he had to be. We had to have somebody small to get into certain areas. Right. 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 right yeah. Right. And. Uh, Dude, and I didn't that, have a problem with him. I, I actually liked monster. that kid. Yeah, he yeah. was really good. Actually, that monster was that was with them. He's seven foot two, oh, 308 huge. pounds. I, geez, I was like, at the inside, I saw him like, holy crap. Um, that dude uh, needs to play Jaws in a Bond film. Yeah. Yes. The other people I thought of was, um, you know, the guy in the Rocketeer that bends people in half. Yeah. 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 I, yes. I was like, oh my God, he's going to, he's going to kill. And he didn't do anything. No, not it's really. Like, you know, yeah, it's like that episode yeah, of the like Simpsons the where the, use, uh, the Japanese mafia comes and Homer's looking at, it and he's like, "Look, that little guy in the white suit's not doing anything. Come back to bed, Homer. No, oh, you just know he's going to do something cool when I'm not looking." 
<laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. And I though. was really, man, I was really hoping also that Short Round would have made an appearance some way, somehow. Yeah, that would have been cool. That See, if been they wouldn't so have killed nice. him, Short Round could have played Antonio Magnetis' character. Yeah. That would have been that cool. He's I, I would have, yeah. The area, he's got a fishing boat. I would rather have had him be more successful mm -hmm. than, than Antonio's character was. Right. Yeah. And that he knows someone and then he goes back. But like they were saying, they didn't even think about that because they were already shoehorning in Marion and Sala. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they didn't want to just make this a big repeat. You know, we saw pictures of Mutt. We saw pictures of his dad. Right. Um, Brody was mentioned. You know, it's, you know, it's already got so much of all three movies in it. He talks about Temple of Doom. Yeah. You know, have yeah, you yeah. ever had to drink the blood of Kalima? Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I did catch those things. That was pretty funny. And but I did. That, I mean, that that was my that was actually my favorite out. part. Um, and that, that was actually my favorite part. Yeah, I've the been end. Shot nine times, including once by your father. Yes, <laughs> my father shot you. But I did. I did like the end at least when they do finally show Mary, and it's just them two, and they do the same scene that they did on the boat in Raiders of the Lost. No, that was great. Yeah, just kind of reversed it. Here. Yeah, like and that I was probably the one they, time they, they do the zoom. The, the, the that, I, did, I, did. I like I like I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that much better than when they did it at the end of season three of The Mandalorian with little Grogu. Yeah. That was just out of place and weird. I it was weird. That. We're not here to talk about that, Josh. I just, I'm just we saying. Save that. We could say that for another sticky spot if you want to. Yeah, that'll get real sticky. Um but no, but, I, I you know. It it was yeah I have to agree with Shanti it was pretty un uh, um unremarkable yeah I'm 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 sorry like this one's actually at the very bottom for me it's gonna be Raiders Crusade I'm sorry Crystal Skull Temple of Doom and this one last I just I don't see myself rewatching this one uh, I liked it better than Temple of Doom but I really don't like that movie. <laughs> I really look. I give that movie a lot of a lot of shit, but really, I mean, when I sit down and think about it, I mean, really, the only thing that I truly hate about Temple of Doom really is the bug scene. That's really mm. the only scene I can't stand. Other than that, the movie's just fine. The movie's exciting. There's a lot it's, of action. It's mystical, and it's know, the whole dinner Cap scene for me. The dinner scene was pretty playing bad. Playing the typical yeah. screaming with, queen, whatever. When they cut into the snake and more little snakes come out, uh, I was done. No. See, that doesn't bother me. I know that. Yeah, that's I'm with Indy yeah, on that. that I, I, me at all. Why did uh, I did appreciate that when he was like, "Yeah, they look like snakes," talking about the eels, and he's like, "Oh, don't, the eels. They, you know, they don't look like no, snakes." They don't. They don't look <laughs> you know, and then they had a little thing with some bugs. I just at one point I just wanted a rat to run across the screen, just just yeah. to get those. To get all yeah, because we didn't get yeah we didn't get the rats. As like soon as I saw the head of that one millipede popping out, I was like, Ugh. nope, that's it. That's yeah. this is where I close my eyes. I don't do I was bugs. Done. That's why I can't live in Florida, Shanty. I'm sorry. Yeah. Why do you think I'm trying to get the hell out? Yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. Trust Today me. Today was no. I know they um, are. I know. Oh my god, it, our high was 67. There's they've put a winter storm warning into effect for the mountains because they're talking about snow up in the higher elevations because it's so it got so cold and That's we're wild today it's and then July. tomorrow afternoon it's supposed to be like ninety again. My so God. we're we're very weird, but it's uh, pretty manic weather you got there. Once again, we got to see what John Williams can do when he's given time. Oh, 
Yeah, and yes. it was superb. I had no yeah. issue with the music. And no, I, I like you, I sat through the credits just to, because for the same reason, it's like, when else am I going to get to hear this music again up on the big screen? Yeah, yeah. I was actually the last one to leave my auditorium because I just wanted to sit there and just take in. One the, of our the theaters music. here in town plays Raiders like every other month. And yeah. sometimes they'll yeah. play Crusade and stay. And so I'll go, I'll go sit and watch it. But just well, those two are, will honestly, I had best. at the very end when it's him and Marion and the music starts up, I'll, I'm fine to say I had a tear. Oh, I did yeah, too. I it was that, emotional yeah. for me. I mean, like I said earlier, that I that and the scene too. where he describes what happened to Mutt, um, like mm -hmm. those were two very well acted scenes and, and, by themselves they were were excellent but uh, i just feel like there were several little moments like that of excellence and then the rest of the movie was just kind of yeah a jumbled well, I think mess it's because in in crystal skull a lot of people complain that there weren't enough action pieces in it I, that there was too much dialogue that there was too much slow bits so i, I think they deliberately up this because when they do have their down moments they're mm -hmm. both incredibly good actors and they both act really oh, well. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Phoebe's really good because she's trying to play it off like she's now with her mentor who she mm -hmm. really hasn't been, you know, she was left with an insane father that she yeah. had to take care of. And then she's had to be on her own for a while. You're right. And, but then those moments, like you said, were so short. And then we were off to the next thing. Like I think there could, there should have been, and I bet you there is cut scenes on the boat with antonio banderas with yeah. maybe her and him or harrison and him um that just fill out not only why he was cast mm -hmm. but something for him to do to not just be a boat driver yeah and yeah to get shot and killed and then that's that and it's funny you that know. you say that because i feel the opposite i feel like crystal skull or maybe they both have action, but I guess maybe I feel Crystal Skull had the better action, honestly. Except for those damn I don't monkeys. Know, it just felt it damn just monkeys. felt more that movie actually did feel more like an Indiana Jones movie than this did. I kind of agree with a lot of people that have been saying you could just you could feel you could definitely tell like this wasn't directed by Spielberg. It was definitely missing that Spielberg. See, Magic. I, I feel the opposite because I think Steven Spielberg is broken and has been for a long time. Right, right. Um, to my mind, he hasn't made a fun movie since he made Schindler's List. Everything he's done <laughs> what? has been... What? <laughs> Whoa, wait, wait. No, I didn't say good movie. I don't movie. know. I didn't say good movie. I said fun. But, if you look but at everything Schindler's List is not fun. Exactly. Schindler's List broke him. Schindler's List broke him. And then he went on and made Saving Private Ryan, which hurt him even more. It's the same same reason I think that, you know, we lost Jim Carrey for quite a while because after Man on the Moon, mm -hmm. he put everything, his whole soul literally into that movie and it broke him. Yeah. I saw an interview with him yeah. recently and they were talking about how people have liked his performance in, in Sonic. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, that's because I'm playing Jim Carrey. Right. I don't know yeah. who I am really anymore, but I can be Jim Carrey again. I can mm -hmm. be that character again. And I think it's the same way. I actually think this guy did some very Spielbergian things, but Spielberg to me, I love pretty much, I'd say 98% of everything Spielberg has ever put out. Yeah. But yeah. I, you don't go to watch a Spielberg movie to have fun anymore. 
you know, there's, he even tried with ready player one and that was okay. But then he, yeah. it seemed like he was trying to copy himself yeah, and do things, but I can't think of anything he's made since Schindler's list. That's been fun to go to. Right. You know, right. it's, they're all beautiful Oscar winning movies, you know, it's like when those comedians that like Robin Williams and stuff, when they stop being funny and they want to go for an Oscar and then they never seem to be able to capture that feeling of being themselves again. I can see but that. But is that them not be being me. able to recapture it or uh, our perception of them after seeing them in a different light? And that's, that's a great possibility too, because then you look mm -hmm. at, you look at Schindler's list, you look at, Saving Private Ryan. You look at those movies and you say this, and he wasted his time with Jaws. He, this is what he's capable of, and he made Close Encounters, and he made Indiana Jones. Hey, and yeah, Close Encounters is fantastic. Close Encounters is amazing. All of those three uh, movies. Are I put that on the. I put that on the same level movies. with with Schindler's List. And yeah, I just think it shows his range, if anything. It does show his range, but I I, I mean miss he did the color old. purple back in the day, in the midst of all of those more lighthearted. He things. did, but. Even in interviews and stuff, he says he would shoot it completely different now. Mm. Um, he's learned a lot since then. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he's learned more and you can see his growth. And it's not, you know, like I'm saying, it's not like, you know, Lucas, who can only seem to shoot in one way. Right, right, right. Because he doesn't, he doesn't really reach out and do stuff other than Star Wars and American Graffiti. You know, when he produces stuff, he does different things and he'll be there and he'll help. But, you know, I don't know. I just, I did feel that it wasn't, I knew what I was walking into with this director. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think a lot of yeah. people didn't because they don't, his name isn't somebody you think of. Right. You know, right. you know, if you didn't know his name connected to Logan more than likely, because I'd forgotten until recently that he did walk the line. Which was another yeah. really good movie, but also yeah, very sad mm -hmm. about yeah. a broken man. Yeah. You know? I don't know. And oddly, really that's like what I wanted more of from this. I don't know. I'll pre uh, I'll pre-order it because I have to have it on physical media to go with my others. Oh yeah. I've are clearly already bought into some of the merchandise. Yeah, I see that. So yeah, me too. Hey. It's okay. Even Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. Listen, her over yep. here. Which she didn't do that at all, really. But you know, that's I okay. still love Indiana Jones. So, yeah, I, I'm sure like I'll said, watch I'll it one watch more time. Anything with Indy. What I really would have preferred them to have done, if you go on YouTube, you can find it. Mm -hmm. There's some guys who did some animated indie. The style is a little different, but they would have worked. You could have right. had an anthology series where this takes place anytime. Between, say, 1907 and 1999. You could have had any time. There's plenty of people, including Mark Hamill, who do incredible Harrison Ford impersonations. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I would. You, know, you wouldn't have totally needed Harrison's involvement at all. Yeah. You just yeah. would have had him to say, would, you, would we, we would like you to give you money. And we're making a cartoon. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I think we all know Harrison's about the paycheck. <laughs> Yeah, okay. is. this is slightly off topic, but my roommates just finished 1923 last night. Oh, I am absolutely convinced good. that Harrison is only in that series because he got to sit down for most of it. <laughs> He's no dummy. He is no dummy. He's no and I'm dummy. not. I won't give any of the plot points away, but 
from like episode two to episode eight, he really sits or lays down for almost all of it. And wow. it's, I have Easy lots money. of issues with that show and the 1883 show that came on before it. But that's only because I don't like historical inaccuracies and things. Yeah. But yet you like this movie. Wow. I know. Yes, but there's no historical inaccuracies in it. The Dial of Destiny is based on a real object. And Einstein thinks, seems to think that temporal wormholes exist. But you were Hawking okay did. with Indy Stain. I did. I was okay with Indy Stain. I would have stayed myself. Oh, I Because oh, I still think, because depending on the point, your point of view, we're, we're talking either Back to the Future okay, Obi-Wan. or Marvel. <laughs> If it's back to the future, him staying instantly created time ripples. Right. But because they didn't, because he'd already lived the time after he would have stayed there, we he he knows he could have stayed there and not hurt the future. Mm -hmm. This is why I hate don't, time. Don't think about stuff. it. Don't think about it. It'll <laughs> yeah, hurt your don't, head. Don't. But if he Too was late. always meant to be there, he Too could late. have stayed. But she knew. That there's a possibility because she believes in the Back to the Future right. timeline that he would fuck something up and create a completely different timeline. So I he, mean, just, I just think human nature. I just think human nature would set in, and people are just incapable of keeping their mouth shut. Of course, especially it is, it is more Jones. Spielberg. I'm just saying. You know, while he's not a biologist or anything, I bet you Indiana Jones would have come up with penicillin. And if he would have created penicillin in ancient Rome. In ancient Greece, that would have changed the entire Everything. planet. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's it's your it's it's the it's the Captain America effect. Yeah. How did Captain America just sit and let JFK get killed? Right. Right. How did he sit and let Martin Luther King get killed? How did he sit and let the Watergate stuff happen? He knew all this stuff happened, and somehow we don't know how yet. He was able to stay out of it while his wife ran Shield because he was too busy. Boinking Peggy that, at night. That's fine. <laughs> I have no problem with that. In fact, getting I'm that last dance that. in the bedroom—that's what hey, was happening. Hi, hi. Yeah, you know, it's he was Wakanda an agent of her shield. I'm just saying. Can you please? What? What? Wow. wow. Anyway, I so okay. I think it's time to get to the most important part. Here is how much frosting are we going to put on these cinnamon rolls? So. Out of four splats, Ghosty, how many would you give this movie? Three. Three. Okay. Josh? I'll give it two splats. I think I I'm going to give it, it two as well. At times, so. Yeah, I'm going to give it two as well. So, you know, that gives us three then. All right, that did a lot better than the Flash. That's for sure. <laughs> I, you know, the Flash comes out on uh, on uh, streaming on the 18th. On the 18th, so okay, I'll, I will watch so it. Then. I know not to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll rewatch it. So hopefully, I can be conscious through the like 20, 30 minutes in the middle that I well, slept. And Josh, I've never actually had a chance to talk to you about this, but while well, we have a second, how do you think that? these movies moving to stream so quickly has affected box office takes. 
Um, like, I mean, now I know that the flash is coming out on the 18th. I have no interest in seeing it in the theater at all, but if they were to suddenly come out big and say issue, that Indy was coming out on middle of August, you know, initially it was a big issue. Um, because the window was so much shorter. Um, right. but I mean, the reality of it is, is most films, most, I'm not going to say all, but most films, you're going to get the bulk of your business in the first three weekends, you know? So, yeah. And, and pretty much all the studios have signed deals that guarantee a 45-day window before they'll move it to streaming. Um, and that's, Isn't that's that crazy? Because it used to be 90, and before that, it was six months. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, I remember and, Titanic was out for like a year. Oh, yeah. It was still filling auditorium. Oh, yeah. I did um, the math wrong, by the way. It's two splats. <laughs> and, you know, Star Wars got re-released all constantly. It was like two and a half. <laughs> Um, three, 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 three. <laughs> well, it's like, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I do think that there has been a little bit of an impact, but I all do. I also think that if people want to see the movie, they're going to come out and see it in theaters if that's their thing. I, um, uh, yeah, the people that are willing to wait would have been willing to wait before just mm -hmm. as they as they are if you're hyped for the movie you're gonna go see the movie i mean you've you passed on flash but you've seen indiana jones twice you yeah. see what i'm saying so i mean right. you, we've got our tickets for mission impossible oh that's I'm gonna telling be great you right i now, love those movies tom other than cruise the second one again tom cruise <laughs> the second again one is, horrible. is gonna kill it it's, it's it's just a john woo action film it's not yeah. a, a mission impossible movie but tom cruise again is proving though that we need to kind of stop with a lot of the agenda pushing and stuff like that because he did Maverick, didn't find any agenda pushing in that. He wrote a you know great female character too in that. Jennifer Connelly was great, totally action packed, a lot of fun, engaging. And look how long that was in the theater for. That stayed oh, in yeah. the theater for a long time. And I can tell you right now, going to the theater that I've been going to, no, believe me, I don't think. As much as people want to say, oh, but it's so expensive and this and that, you know what? People will pay. Even and after I, Maverick was streaming, people, will pay people were still coming in. Because they re-released it. They even re-released it Because you it can't again. watch Top Gun on TV. You can't. Exactly. You can't, you can't I, I, that's how I feel about this movie, too. On TV. There are certain movies that I don't need to see on the That's why screen. I didn't want to watch Indiana Jones when it came. I didn't want to wait for I this I think Indy is something that needs to be on a big screen. Absolutely. Like a Bond movie. Absolutely. Or Star Wars, or you know, Mission Impossible. Yeah, but the still, Batman movies and like Marvelish films, uh, that kind of genre needs. I don't need to go watch a rom com. Yeah, on a big screen. Right. But and, still, and there has been a, the beginnings of that shift. I mean, that is going to be a thing where it's going to be more of those tentpole type pictures mm -hmm. that are that have more of a run in the in the but theatrical you still market need to yeah. give us a good story you just can't bank anymore oh, yeah. on the name indiana jones because at the end of the day everything that i've been seeing there still weren't a lot of butts in the seats i checked a lot of my theaters there were a lot of seats open my auditorium was, was pretty weekend. honestly there were more people in the auditorium with me watching the re-release of raiders which I saw three weeks ago. There were more people in that theater than I would say in this movie. 
That's why I say I am looking forward to seeing how Mission Impossible does. I am looking forward to see how the Barbie movie does and Oppenheimer, because if there is one thing that the theaters are lacking right now, it is choices. Yeah. So I'm happy to see that there's all these different things going on. It's and you know great what? counter programming. It really, you really is. I yeah. saw the Jennifer Lawrence movie in the theater. I just I am bored. so happy that that movie exists. I was bored. I really I thought like, the raunchy comedies. Go. I loved We're it. Done. Yeah. I loved We're it. Gone. I didn't you think you could have anything is, like that anymore. It's really not that raunchy. Well, and uh, the, my the, the, I think the commercials make it look to me more raunchy. It's I really not. Kind of made it more acceptable is it's that she's the one being raunchy. There's yeah. one <laughs> scene. <laughs> I think there's one scene in the entire movie where there's nudity, and it's her. It's played completely for comedic effect and that is probably the only reason why i would say that it, it deserved Ooh, a rated note to self it happens at, kind of at the beginning so you could probably stop after that but okay. honestly jennifer lawrence was very funny she's not my favorite person in the world but she was actually really funny i think it's a a good route for her to go is you know playing the pretty girl that's being completely funny and outlandish and doing yeah. physical comedy like it actually worked for her and i did i'm with you ghost i miss i miss comedies i miss the teen comedy teen comedies like don't exist anymore yeah you can't because you can't have any of all of that's problematic mm -hmm. We got to change that. I'm you sorry. Can't. You got to have to have you got to have a sense of humor. Uh, about I, stuff. I think we're going to get back to it. I, I do. Think that, I really do. I mean, because it's hurting Hollywood's wallet because the reality of it is, is the average moviegoer, the bulk of the populace, the people that make the money for them. They want things to be like they were before. The pendulum is so, always going to swing back and forth. Yeah, you can't just and, stay to one side for very long. Eventually, well, there it's was that time in the nineties where we had like super bad and all those endless. Oh my God. I love super bad so and American pie and can't hardly wait and, and yeah. clueless never been kissed. I mean, I can name all of these. I can't. Well, we don't even get rom-coms anymore. No, my mom loved rom-coms of course. And you know, the, her favorite thing in the entire universe is when Christmas would start and Hallmark had their rom-com night every night. A new rom-com movie for her to but watch. We've oversaturated the market. But she doesn't. She never had anything. She didn't go to movies anymore because there wasn't anything she ever wanted to watch. Same thing with my parents. My dad yes, was, well, you know, yeah. always talking about oh, all it is is all these superhero movies. There's nothing to watch anymore. I have nothing to choose from. Like, I understand. Like, yes, we're very happy as nerds because we feel vindicated in some way due to childhood trauma and everything that we went through from being yeah. nerds so i understand it but there's also gotta be a, a balance too because mm -hmm. if not it's gonna get to the point where they're just gonna go back to hating us nerds yeah. and dorks again and i don't want so to hard to see all that nerd crap i, I think they're too strong i don't nerds. think you can stop it especially with marvel marvel's really got a flat tire at the moment but i, I think it's do. gonna pick itself back up again I hope um, so. But yeah, I mean, look, look, we've got I mean, I still want Indiana to see Jones, them in the theater, but not all the Impossible. time. We have Barbie, we have Haunted Mansion, we have Oppenheimer, I... all coming out this month. Haunted Mansion. I, I think it's a good month for, for movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming you're going to go see Haunted Mansion, right? Of Thousandth Ghost? I, I have my tickets. Good. So good. we're all going to go. You got to tell us how it is. I, I'm, I'm pleasantly looking forward to it. 
I, yeah, I think still it'll be wish that the people Murphy would stop one. shooting on digital and go back to film so I could see. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so dark. The trailer was like, I can't see what's going on 90% of the time. I agree. And then they put out that, you know, they can go too far. They did yeah. put a trailer in front of our film for that GameStop movie. That looks good. See, and I just was like, why was this even made? What is I going on? I think it looks on? good. I like it. I was just happy they got it and are going to get it in theaters before GameStop goes bankrupt. It's a last ditch effort to keep them afloat. It is. And why don't people see that's in sort of some sort of insider trading thing? Yeah. I think exactly it's hilarious. It it's exactly what it is. You're not wrong at all. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And then we saw uh, Jason Statham is like in two or three movies, and we saw trailers for each of them. It's like, damn you, Jason Statham. What are you doing? I'm not watching that Meg. Yeah. Movies. Oh, I know, right? I'm not watching that shit. I'm sorry. I forgot. I had so many trailers in mine. <clears throat> the Meg. The Meg. So oh yeah, that's right. Now I remember. I am looking forward to July. I think it's gonna be. I mean, I I do miss like the summer blockbuster, and it, you know, I'm glad that it's not just you know superhero movies. So I think we're gonna yeah. have a good month, and I do hope that it drives a lot of people to the theater and. Something that Josh and I have talked about, the whole thing of, you know, Barbie versus Oppenheimer and all. It doesn't have to be that way. If you want to watch both movies, watch both I movies. I think it's hilarious. I'm watching both movies. I think, I think, a think lot it's of, great marketing. Yeah. Um, I just got something today from Alamo. And they're like, watch both of them and you get put into a drawing for a prize pack. Oh, yeah. And, no, and, and again, they know. Like, you don't have to watch both the same weekend either. That's the problem with the streaming is it's made everyone so, like, anxious. Like, dude, it's not being ripped out of the theater next week. And, yeah. and I understand you want to talk about it on social or. media. It doesn't have to be either or. If you can afford to see both in the same weekend like I'm doing, do it. If not, watch Barbie next week. Yeah. And I'm sorry, movie theaters, but if you don't want to spend the money on the concessions, go to Walgreens like I do and stuff your bag. And the yeah, only thing they, you when they search the your theaters, bags, they're yeah. only looking for weapons. They're not looking for candy. I promise. They no, not at all. Search at your theaters. They don't search yeah. shit. They, at they, mine. they do bag well, searches at certain theaters. I, and certain I live in Aurora, mine. so we search well, bags for completely different. different. Yeah, that's different. You had an actual. Yeah, it's it goes back to that. However, yeah, they're really looking for candy. <clears throat> but like, anytime here, I see some, I just say, "Hey, as long as you share." How, I don't well, care. you're right because the Cinemark that I go to, and maybe it's just because the purse that I'm carrying, you can only carry in a certain size of purse. Then I yeah, think at anything that point, bigger than a certain size. But sort, yeah, I can fit a Snickers bar in my little well, clutch yeah, bag, yeah. so they're not searching my purse. Is what I'm saying. Now, so obviously, you can't soda, bring like right. a large pizza in, but yeah, you know. No, but you can bring a McDonald's because I've done that. You can fold it in half and call it a calzone. I, I, there I, you I, go. I've yeah. stuffed a burrito or two from Taco Bell in my pants. I'm just saying. Well, that you was know, on Tuesdays here, well. I don't know if they still <laughs> do this out at your theater, Josh, or in Florida. Tuesdays here before four five o'clock. That's five dollars, right? Yeah, five bucks. Mm -hmm. So we're probably going to go see Indy again Tuesday. There you go. Because it's five bucks. I paid full Why price not? twice. I'm happy with that. Now I can now I can discount it. And, have some money money's money so five dollars here five dollars there i mean it adds yeah, up it's so. it's free for me every time so shut up mm. yeah, anyway <laughs> you have to sell quite a lot of your soul to get those free movies yeah well, what soul? Uh, anywho, ghost thank you so much for coming on sorry we try to keep you short and sweet keep going like 
that I always ramble on. Yeah. Sorry. Ramble, ramble. I it's do have a tendency fault. to ramble. Uh, no, I'm old. We're in the same boat with you. It's okay. Yeah, well, I am anyway. I'm the old one. Thanks for noticing me. Yeah. Oh. Don't even. Don't Ghost, point you got anything going on this week before we head out? Um, I am still working on the Rivendell set for um. Um. That's gonna take you a while. Lego. Mm-hmm. Um, it's over here. Oh, nice. I'm only half done. Uh, six thousand pieces. I'm seven bags and out of fourteen done. Oh my god! Uh, so I'm doing that every morning on Twitch and YouTube uh, at uh, nine a.m. Mountain Time. And there's his channel right down there, people. YouTube.com/slash at thousandth ghost. All right, guys. Well, it looks like we were completely split on this one because it was actually two splats. Because math is hard. For well, some thanks people, everyone. thanks yeah. everyone for coming to the sticky spot. Josh's idea that he doesn't want to deal with. Good thing you're pretty. Anyway, <laughs> make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to like this video and make sure to comment if you saw the movie. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Are you don't give a shit about it? Either way, do you think we're funny? Whatever you want to comment on, just that let works. us know. Yeah. yeah, that works too. As long as you love so us, we don't care. Yeah. Exactly. See, hate the movie all you want. Just tell us that we're wonderful. Yes. Thanks. And uh, really quick, thank you once again to everyone that showed up for our one year anniversary stream. We really appreciate it. So I can't thank you guys enough. All right, guys. Thanks for coming to the sticky spot. (laughs) I said coming. (laughs) Bye, everyone.